0: uh ladies and gentlemen boys and girls and friends beyond the binary and my patron peeps it's time for the podcaster who's here to unpack the lulls and the meanders and you know like get them out spread them around to take your mind off stuff you support me so i do it because you enable me to Uh, so thank you patrons Hey, are you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep, well welcome, this is Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep we do it with a bedtime story, all you need to do is get in bed and turn out the lights and press play, we're going to do the rest what we're going to att- attempt to do is create a safe place where you could set aside whatever's keeping you awake, uh, whether it's uh, thoughts, yeah, you know, so things in your mind, things you're thinking about, or that are coming up. Usually, I don't even think about them. That's that's the worst part about bedtime thoughts. Yeah, so, so thoughts that are popping up, and maybe it will come up pop, pop up thoughts. And I don't know if we've ever talked about that. Hopefully, I'll remember that. So thoughts, feelings, uh, could be physical sensations or emotions coming up for you, getting in the way of sleep, it, it changes in routine or time or temperature or other stuff. Uh, whatever it is, I'm here to take your mind off of it. What I'm going to do is I'm going to try to create a safe place where you could set aside that stuff. I got this safe place here all set up. I can send it straight to you or you could drift your way over, or, you know, it doesn't have, because I don't like to say use, even though W-O-R-M, is that how you spell it? Like there's the W R the, the the holes, uh, they talk about those in space. A wrinkle in time, that's much more be- bedtime conducive. I mean, holy cow, what a brilliant thing, because you say, well, you're like uh uh, I, I like. I Say what in the name of Madeline? Like that's another one that causes me to stutter. I can't even get that. one Ling? What in the name? Because she, she, maybe she said wormhole. No, no, no. A wrinkle in time. That's what. Like kids don't need to hear about wormholes. Maybe that was a meeting she had, like maybe her, the, her editor was like, uh, you know, why don't you just call it a wormhole in a wormhole, a wormhole of uh, a wormhole based. She said, what, 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 what? give me another editor. And then the next editor said, uh, uh, you, did you know that, uh, you're being co-opted during a sl- person going off topic when you're supposed to be introducing a sleep podcast? And she said, "Yeah, he probably stumbled onto a wrinkle, a wrinkle, a wrinkle in his like it was like a meander." Uh, so, what was my point? I just fell into a wrinkle in time. What I really meant to say, because I was thinking I was going to say like almost like a wormhole. I could just send the podcast there to you directly, but then I said, "Wormhole is not very. It's not not sleepy, and in some sense, it is kind of sleepy." But then I said, what else would you call it? And then that pops. I said, wait, is, is that what a wrinkle in time kind of is, kind of isn't? I don't know. And said, but that's much more, I mean, that's very, very beautiful set of words. No offense, wormhole. And some, you know, you have your positive sides, like uh, brevity is one of them. I think I was trying to say poetic, uh, or, like beautiful, I guess that's better. A beautiful and poetic, okay, we could agree on that. So I'm going to send my voice, so I'm going to create a safe place and send it to you, and the way I'm going to do it uh, is not by either one of those, though in some sense it is. I'm going to send my voice across the deep, dark night here. I'm going to use lulling, soothing, creaky dulcet tones, pointless meanders, superfluous tangents, holy cow, I mean, just witnessed a few of them, mumbling, stumbling. Uh, getting mixed up, extra words, all those things, all to keep you company as you drift off. So if you're new, before I get to those pop-up thoughts, let's talk about a couple things because this podcast is very different. And I've been getting a lot of feedback uh, recently uh, from listeners that have like, uh, like, so so let me set this up because if you're doubtful or you're saying, I'm not sure about this podcast, I would say, now with the feedback again recently, really give it a few tries. I mean, I say that every time, but really do. You owe it to yourself. Uh, I mean, you don't have to. Like, some people know they don't like this show, for sure. But, but this podcast does not work for everybody. That's the one thing. Like, uh, a lot of people say, oh, this works. You know, this puts 90% of people to sleep that listen to it. Not this show. Uh, but hopefully, the people it works for, it works for. So that's one thing you need to know. But I was going to say about the feedback. I was going to try to stay on topic, but like recently, I've heard from over two handful, like over ten people in the last few weeks, that in different ways, like roommates, romantic partners, and just individual listeners, that said, "Oh, well, someone in my life was listening to podcast. I strongly disliked it, and then I gave it a shot, and then now I'm a listener." Or you know, yeah, that's the partners and roommates one. And then a, a, a large group of other people said, "You know what? I started listening to you, and it was definitely not for me." And I found every I, not, not only did I dislike the show, I disliked most things about it. Uh, but then some people gave it a try the next night, and then said, "Oh, wait a second, maybe well, you know, because when you're tired, there's nothing wrong with being cranky. I mean, I don't like uh, so." Sometimes you're cranky, but it's not just being cranky. Some people I just don't work for. I also don't want to put that in your mind. But if you're feeling cra- if I make you cr- a little bit cranky at first or second time, that's a normal, calm, a very common reaction. And a lot of people have been saying that lately. They said, geez, I listen, I was cranky or I just didn't like it. Uh, and then some people came back the next night and it worked for them or the next night after that. But other people took a break and then came back to the show. So what I'm saying is you never know, uh, But so just give it a shot, but it doesn't work for really doing a bang-up job of selling the podcast. Uh, so it doesn't work for everybody. I think we could all agree on that, but it takes a few tries for the people it does normally. So that's one thing to know. If you're skeptical, doubtful, or a little bit crank, pre-cranky, you say, oh, boy, Scoots, I can feel my brow furrowing. at Your creaky dulcet tones... And you're like, you're, you're non I can't, you can't even call them non-sequiturs. I say, yeah, they're non-sensitive, sense- sense- non uh, So give it a few tries. That's one thing. Structure of the show can also throw people off. And also it becomes a lot of people's favorite thing because the show starts off with business. That's how we keep it free. So that's some people's favorite thing. You say, geez, it comes out twice a week for free. That's cool. Uh, but it does require help from listeners and sponsors to do that. Then there's an intro, which is like from about minute four, minute four to six or so uh, to about minute 20. And that is me just going off. I try, that's me trying to introduce the podcast and naturally going off topic. And some people can, especially newer people, might think that it's just business or they might not like the fact that it doesn't go anywhere. Uh, like, it's kind of like if a handy person showed up at your house, uh, and you say, Hey, you're going to fix that stuff. And they say, yeah, let me like, uh, like that kind of, you say, you're going to put me to sleep or you're going to, um, you're going to fix the drain. And they say, well, which one they say, well, I don't know. Scoots was trying to make a metaphor and then he mishmashed his metaphors. They say, yeah, let me look at the tub first. He said, well, I thought you were going to fix the drain under the sink. You say, "Well, boy, what a tub. To, let me just work on these tub knobs for a little while. So that's a bit like the intro where I say, don't worry, this is part of my method. But really the intro, the purpose of the intro is for new listeners to get an idea of what they're getting into. But for regular listeners, like you can be the 2 or 4% of people that skip the intro. Or part of the 2% of listeners that support the show and get story-only episodes. So those are ways to avoid the intro. But most listeners listen to it because it's part of their wind-down routine. And I would strongly encourage you to think about, I mentioned this a while ago, Like think about starting the podcast before you get in bed or right before you get in bed or as you're getting in bed or making it part of your bedtime routine. Because it's part, for regular listeners, the intro becomes part of the wind-down And it gives you a runway to get ready for sleep and to get comfortable whether you're in bed or you're getting ready for bed. In addition to other things, like you might like brushing your hair or doodling, like I said, or just staring at the ceiling. That's one of my things. Listening outside, uh, but ideally having something else to distract your thoughts uh, because those thoughts pop up. That's what I was saying earlier. So when they pop up, like, we'll try to get back to that idea. But, I mean, it's, it's pretty simple. It's like, how come at bedtime all these thoughts are popping up that I really don't feel like I'm in control of? They just, they're just just there. They see well, I'm opening up a pop-up shop about your childhood here. What, bedtime? Oh, boy, yeah, that's what that's how pop-up shops work. They just pop up. We're going to have everything about your child. Well, not the glamorous stuff about your childhood because there wasn't any except for that one dance you went to dressed as a glam whatever you called it. Glamorous Glenn. You see, remember that? That was, that was only with my imaginary friend. It was only a dance me and uh, bill had, So it wasn't even actually a thing. The dance with glamorous Glenn, maybe that'll be an episode. And then, Oh boy, where was I? So, Oh, I really don't know where I was. Uh, Oh, those thoughts can pop up and they say, oh, so we won't be talking about that dance. We'll be talking to you about all that other. So that's what can happen to you at bedtime. And the whole idea of the show, I guess, is to take your mind off stuff, distract you from that. So this isn't really a podcast so much you listen to, though you can. Uh, You could kind of listen to it out of focus or loosely or closely. And it's not really a podcast to put you to sleep. It's a podcast to be here as you fall asleep, to keep you company as you drift off, to give you plenty of, you know, just to take your mind off. So I'm here to walk at your side, chatting it up, uh, chatting it up about nothing. You say, you put the the chitter chatter and chit chat for sure. And I say, thank you. No one's ever said that to me. So, I think that makes sense. The podcast is here to keep you company, uh, but also take your mind off stuff as you drift off. But if you need to listen, like if you can't sleep, I'm going to be here till the very end. Uh, so, I also want you to know that. I'm, I'm here, yeah, I'm your boar bud. So, that's uh, so the intro of the show. Then there will be a story uh, tonight will probably be our ongoing se- serialized, uh, but, but mostly episodically modular series get bassos. And hopefully I'll remember to make an episode about glamorous Jack or whatever. Uh, but so, uh, and then there'll be some thank yous at the end. There's some business between the intro and the story. That's, so that's the structure of the show. Oh, then I told you the other stuff by accident out of order, but yeah, like, uh, it's a podcast you don't need to listen to, and that is more here to keep you company as you fall asleep. Now, the reason I make this show, one, I truly believe you deserve a good night's sleep, and I hope I can help provide that or be a part of that for you. Uh, because I believe the world will just be a better place uh, with you rested in it, your world and our world that we share, and with all the other people you share it with. Uh, even if it's just a tiny bit better. So that's one thing. I also believe on top of that, like that bedtime, I've been there dreading bedtime. And, you know, with all the stuff that goes with it, and, and I don't want that for you. I'd like to make it at least a neutral experience where you say, well, you know, I got a bunch of this, but I do have I got those pop-up thoughts coming later, but at least I have Scoots to distract me. And Scoots is not bad. You know, he's known as the not bad boy. He was never a bad boy, but he was never, never, you know, not that, you know, he's not bad. That's what they say. Oh, boy, 9 out of 10 humans. Uh, agree. Scoots and sleep with me? Not, well, not 9 out of 10, but sleep with me. So I think it is 4.5 stars. So, so what's that? 90, 9 out of 10. That is 9 out of 10. Because 4.5 plus 4.5 is 9. So nine out of ten people do say, "Well, that's just not bad." Uh, so you deserve a good night's sleep. That's why I make the show. Also because I've been there, not just dreading bedtime, but stuck with those pop up thoughts or pop up feelings. And you see, I thought the purpose of a pop up shop was to be cool, like that. Those were cool things that you know that, like at least to me, anybody if you ever want some cachet with me. Say, oh boy, we're running a pop-up shop. I'll be like, that's great. Uh, are you going to come to the opening? No, probably that probably be like I'm. I'm probably not the kind of person you like you goes to a pop-up shop opening. i probably the, I'd be there looking in the window, like after you've been. like after the the cool part wears down, like where it's right before you depop it or box it back up is when I, I'll show up because see, I'm just not um. I'm not at that level. I don't even have—I don't have the clothes for a pop-up shop opening, or any of that other stuff. I wouldn't even know how to behave, to be honest. Oh, just be myself. Okay. Well, the good thing this is an imaginary pop-up shop opening. And it, oh, just so you see, what's a pop-up shop? Because it, these episodes get listened to all over the place and all over time. My understanding of it is, it's something very, very cool or hip people do and I think it's like when a store just doesn't have a business in it they say you know I I I, I like I don't I've never heard of anybody doing water they say well I do uh oil based painting on sneakers I customize sneakers with oil based paints uh or acrylics or whatever you would put you know I put works of art on sneakers and I've been building up a collection and so that's what I'm going to sell at my pop-up shop along with my friend that makes sustainable dumplings, uh, each dumpling has a story. And so, yeah, it's, it's called, uh, we don't know exactly what we're going to call it. Uh, but, uh, like we, you know, one of our other friends is going to come up with a name with it. I don't know. Usually they'll have just one focus, but you know, I can't, I can't focus on one thing. So that would be my, and then you say, yeah, it just open from whatever October 15th to November 18th. Uh, we'll be there. Come on by. And usually there's like the kind of music you wonder where you even find that, discover that music. Uh, you say, this music's awesome. You see, where are all these people when I'm living my life, uh, other than at pop up shops and in movies? In stock photos, I so see where, where these people exist? I uh, say, wow, at least it's the pop-up. Those are imaginary pop-up shops I've been to, but they see another more like, uh, they say, well, that's cool. So, but for me, it's pop-up thoughts. They say, well, I'm going to open up a pop-up shop about, you know, those, we're just going to do one about the ways you're not, you know, you're not, uh, measuring up. They say, that doesn't sound, is there going to be a DJ there? Oh, yeah, there'll be will d j repetitively you know repeating your deficiencies. you see like to a beat, like a, like how many beats per minute is that gonna be? I don't know, We'll think about that. We'll have to study like what'll be the most effective at getting you uh you know getting you getting going. You see, okay, so I don't know if anybody has pop up thoughts or pop up emotions or pop up physical sensations at bedtime or outside, whatever it is, I'm here to help. Uh, So give the show a few tries. So, like, I really want to help you. Uh, But I also realize this podcast is very different and very strange. I mean, let's not beat around the bush. Uh, So I'm here to help. Give it a few tries, see how it goes. I really work hard. I yearn and I strive. Uh, I appreciate you checking this podcast out. uh, And I'd like to help you fall asleep. Thanks again for coming by. Oh, then I say, and I'd like to help you fall asleep. Here's a couple ways... We're able to keep this podcast free for everybody. Uh, hey, everybody. Welcome. I was going to say, I accidentally, like, I'll do it anyway, just because, like, I cut out the just part where I messed up, but I said I was going to do, like, uh, I forgot what I was about to record. So I was going to do this. So ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls and friends beyond the binary, it's time for our ongoing episode. It brings me so much joy, uh, trying to, like, uh, send that uh, safe place across to all of you and let you feel seen here in the deep, dark night. Uh, but with that said, it's time to uh, see some things in the theater of the mind. It's time for our ongoing, episodically modular— uh, I just wonder why I call it ongoing. I mean, it is ongoing. But wh- why if I chose that word whenever I chose it, when I— uh, but it's an episodically modular series with a touch of seriality, but you'll know everything you need to know about the seriality in the next few minutes. Uh, the series is called Gip S. S. It's a tale of Richard Warren Sears and James Cash Penny. Once uh, re- Titans of Retail industri- Industry. Or re- yeah, I don't know. yeah, I guess you'd say that. Uh, then... You know, post-earth as post-earth beings, they're in a place uh, I call purgatory, or what's the other word for it? Uh, I already forgot. Oh, I forgot. I I forgot what it's called. But a new, like a neutral, neutral but highly, like very bland place uh, for post-earth living. Uh, where they were existing, and uh, they then they said, uh, "What's going on on Earth?" And they found out about this. Now, this is all fictional, by the way. Uh, one day, you know, in in another existence, you'll get the truth. You'll, you'll say, "Well, Scoots, this is the uh, this is the, the, the nonfiction narrative version," but that'll be coming to you probably v- like via brainwaves or something, or telepath- t- telepathy. But for now, all they could do is tell you a bedtime story. In this bedtime story, uh, so they were in purgatory, and they're best friends. Oh, at some point, they became best friends. Uh, but they are bored. Richard Warren Sears is reading the n- old newspapers, and he found out about this guy, fictional person, Jeff Bissos, uh, founder of Amazon.com. And he realized that this Jif, you know, kind of... Uh, Invalidated in, in Richard Warren Sears' mind their retail empires, and then they escaped purgatory, returned to earth in, in an attempt to, to get GIF, get Bizos, uh, and teach him. you know, say, Hey, why do you have to? Um, if I, I strongly feel, you know, they're just going to use iMessages. You know, that's all like I feel sad that you, uh, my retail, in, that your retail practices. So, uh, you know, I can't speak for the characters, and that's, that didn't end up happening, though. You know, they headed to Earth uh, with pure intentions to pure, purely give an I statement to Jif. And then they had a series of adventures over two seasons of podcasting where, you know, they discovered friendships and, fr- about friendship, love, empathy, and compassion— and while discovering the importance of those things, they de existed the the lower place, the not good place. Just in this fictional belief system, they de existed the good place. Uh, also, most of what we would call Earth, uh, and then over you know time and time is different. By, like in this. Uh, then Earth reformed. There was a utopian community called Bisos, uh, founded by one of Jiff's uh, offspring. Uh, and then they accident they they while they were deexisting everything, they kind of uh, well they were there. They were at the utopia. Next thing they knew, because you know there's higher powers at work, they found themselves back in purgatory. Uh, with JIF, then uh, they realized, oh, Earth has, here's the good news Earth's got a backup, uh, redundant Earth. You see, you know, nowadays, this is common stuff in movies and television, the old redundant Earth. Uh, it's almost its own redundancy. You see, I've heard the story a thousand times. And this one was called Hurt, but here to forward, we'll call it Earth uh, for simplicity's sake because it's very similar. And uh, James Cashpenny was resting, but Jiff and R.W. discovered that there was someone on Earth named uh, Zebiff, who founded a, a, a like a, a nearly monopolistic social media and shopping platform. So imagine that if you combined all that into one thing, you say, "Well, where do you get that, Zebiff? Where do you talk to Nana, Zebiff?" where do you post your favorite cat gifs Biff? uh where do you talk about you know when someone uh leaves crumbs on oh zibiff uh, so the dominant social media and shopping platform and then you see, i told you i'd catch up on everything here Uh gif uh, started keeping track of all the communities on earth uh, or earth that were impacted in a non-positive way by the ZBIF social media and shopping platform. And Jeff snuck out of purgatory to go, like, give a strong I statement. Well, first, I think Jeff had a list. He said, well, I'm going to help these communities uh, come to grips with the influence of a social media and shopping platform. Uh, but maybe with the end goal of giving a strong I statement to Zebef, uh, the, the ubiquitous uh, founder of ZBIF. Uh, then R.W. found out about it, said to James, hey, we got to go get Besos because he's going to go try to get Zebef, And our job as friends of Jif, uh, Bessos, is to go get him. You know, because you know, as we learned f- through two seasons, going to just simply do an I statement Uh, to a Titan of industry, it just doesn't, it's not so simple. It's not as simple as it seems. Even in our time, you say, well, I'd like to go give that Titan of industry just a simple I statement. Believe me, I've called, they say, first of all, you say, which one, because you say, why are you calling? Well, agent, I need to talk to an agent. Well, what would you like to say to the agent? And they say agent, and they say, you press zero. Oh, that is not an option. What would you like to talk to the agent about? Have you checked our website? You say no. I'd like to give a strong worded I statement to the to to your uh, founder. Never straightforward. Whether it's fiction or non that part fiction or nonfiction, Titans you can't give like uh, I statements in Titans. Uh, it's been going on, you know, since the Titans. I believe that's how the initial clash started was somebody said, well, which of these Titans thinks they're the biggest and the toughest? Uh, Is it Zeus or was this before Zeus? Because I'd like to give them a strongly worded I statement. Uh, And you say, well, scoots, actually, I statements are not, okay, an assertively, passive-aggressively influenced I statement. And you say, well, there's where your trouble lies. And I say, well, I'm an, what can I do? All my state, you know, I put the I statement in H-U-M-N, human. Oh, there's a, there's an empty, empty pause there, even for my brain. But talk about putting the, the, the who, 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 or the who, who, in human is our Hollywood announcer, uh, Mr. Uh, Antonio. Uh, Banderas, uh, yes, is a ladies, is a gentleman, is the boys, is the girls, it's the friends beyond the binary. It's time for another episode of Get Besos. Yeah, Oof, oh boy, did that put did you you put the hi in human? Uh, that's Mr. Antonio Banderas who's gonna lie silently. Uh, on my on my stage bed, on my stage bed, which is also my spare bed, and uh, listen to me record the podcast. And this is another episode of Get Besos. Okay, Richie. So why don't we just do the story thing again? Because I know you found out about everything. Because I have some. You have an update on what we're supposed to be doing, but I have an update on the wor- w- world at large. Oh boy. Okay, why don't you go first, then, James? Uh, Because uh, mine is uh, pretty simple. And well, actually, I'll go because I'm already talking, buddy. Uh, Here's the thing. uh, Like, uh, so I'd watched an episode of uh, Star Trek: The Next Generation, James, called Haven. uh, At some point, and there was a planet called Haven. And what we're dealing with today is a Haven or a place that wants to be a haven. And then I thought to myself, but I didn't do it. I said, what haven and heaven, uh, what are the similarities uh, or of the two? And then I thought, well, haven still is still, you could still have a haven. I guess you don't find that funny, James. But so sports haven is what we're doing right now, or a haven from sports. So oh, once upon a time, James... There was a community, there was a, there was someone named, Z, uh, y, Yif, uh, and Yif uh, did many, many things. So, oh boy, did they, but one of the things they did was they, uh, created a community where, so, okay, back up, uh, there's something called demographics, James, that are always changing generation to generation, day to day. But one of those demographics, James, is age ranges and retirements and communities where retirees live. And because those are changing on a little bit larger scales and because there's a big investment, uh, uh, sometimes those communities say, well, we like... uh, We have all of this space where we don't have the equivalent in this next 30 or 40-year demographic equivalent of populations to live in this community designated for a certain demographic. Okay, Richie, I think I'm with you. And, okay, James, don't interrupt me, please. Uh, But so, because now I forgot what I was going to say. So we had the demographics, we have the communities. Oh, also, James, I'm sure you remember this because they were maybe our competitors, but there was also, back in our day, uh, you know, some insurance companies and things had their own communities, you remember. I do, Richie, I, 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 like, uh, like Parkchester. Uh, great example, James. Yes, that's a good example. And, James, for different reasons, we don't have time to discuss. So, oh, this is just a story, though. So, in this world here where we are, uh, ZBIT, YIFI decided to take that model uh, for these retirement communities designated for retiree uh, people that no longer had the population. They said, well... So these were planned communities. There was investment, but, you know, some individually owned, some rented. uh, Land underneath it uh, was not. So so interestingly enough, James, uh, interesting ownership. They didn't own the land. They owned the buildings on the land. And so ZBIF slowly started to acquire a few of these communities with the vision of making them into modular communities, James. Now, to us, I would say, oh, we're like our mobile communities. Uh, But this was not what ZBIF had envisioned. ZBIF envisioned communities and homes that could be modular, that the residents could add on to or make smaller because it, there was like a brief time, James, when I was watching Earth while you were sleeping, or Earth, where there was like a tiny houses or sort a of thing, and and this this is actually not that bad an idea. And you, this, you, you, why if is a community, uh, people could say, oh, I want to live in a tiny house now, or oh, you know, we're we're grow- our family's growing, oh, our we're, we're family, our family, our children are moving away. Or, what if you said, Hey, I got a guest coming over. I just need a, a guest room for the time being. Or, what if you said, Well, I, I have a home here. I'd like an extra half bath. and uh, modular homes made all that possible. Also, a lot of it, James, is like as much as I like to criticize, all a lot of it recycled, really visionary, that part of it. uh... Affordable. Also thinking now. This is data that that the, the, the now this was data Zibef had gleaned. You know the people they say, well, I'd like to change change things up a little bit here, like uh, so actual modular homes that are mobile, but they also are connected to a foundation. So you say, okay, so that part. And so this started to reinvigorate these communities. Now these are only tests uh, that ZBIF, but you know, to us, you'd say, "Oh, like ten people." No, these are pretty grand scale tests uh, ZBIF has been conducting. And the homes, James, are the plus. And again, looking at it, uh, saying, "Well, what could everybody?" It, it's very affordable. Is the other thing. Uh, which you wouldn't expect uh, with someone like Zebiv, but they had the visionary to say, okay, well, you're going to trade off not owning the land, which was already the case for most of the people of the other generations that lived in these communities or this particular one that we're outside of now. Uh, also, you would kind of like... Uh, They, ZBIF had gotten enough, made enough, you know, said, well, we could do it here or in this state or this state or this community or this community. Who's going to give me the concessions I want? And so ZBIF was also able to form some interest. When you entered into it, you say, oh, this is a very affordable price. Wow, I get to, like, uh, oh, this would be the cost. You could own, you could rent, and then you could change your home and you could build that into the pricing Uh, And, again, with the social media shopping platform, James, you see, you know who you're buying everything through. Uh, So I guess from ZBIF's side, a very uh, maybe even more predictable source of income or revenue for them. But the rules are now like normal community rules. Uh, Now, they're not super – it's not a democracy – even though it's within a democracy or whatever, representational, whatever the thing-majig is, James. And so these communities so this, these communities now have had people in them for a little while, and they've started to see how the rules work. In this particular community, James, what happened was the majority or plurality of the people, because you could also move, you say, well, I'd prefer to live, uh, I became best friends with this person, don't want to live too close to them anymore or our community. And so this community decided a portion of this community, very large portion of it, as a matter of fact, James, uh, and within the, like, I don't exactly know how this voting works because it's like within algorithms. So it's not a not one vote person, one vote, but it's not also like, Oh, I have a million dollars. I get a million votes. very uh, opaque in some sense. Uh, but some people within in this uh, figured out some of the opaque or how to influence that uh and what they decided was they wanted a community a haven from sports uh, so they said well we don't like uh, people we don't want any uh very simple no sports uh and it kind of straightforward they said well we w- we would prefer for our community a haven from sports fans, sports playing, and sports discussions. I mean, maybe in the privacy of your own home. But uh, even then, you'd have to keep it to to a bare minimum. So, so I guess that was kind of the ruling. Was it's basically a haven from sports. Okay, Richie. So the communities here, the community that we're going to visit with, they've decided no sports, like uh, no public display of sports fandom or sports playing. So no jerseys. Uh, correct, James. That would be, uh, you'd, uh, yeah, you'd have to, yeah, You your home would be relo- relocated based on some very similar to this other stuff. Uh, you'd get a warning. Uh, but yeah, they moved all the sports fans to the, they said, well, if you want to be a sports fan, you could go live with other sports fans or sports players. And they kind of pitched it in a way that said, well, this should have some appeal to you, uh, but at the same time, or you could live somewhere, you know, but uh, they said, like, basically, they also had the votes in in an opaque way, because it's not votes. It's, uh, again, bits or something, James. Okay, but for the most part, if I'm with you, this is like a pure, like, uh, not a consensus, clearly, but... uh, either a majority or, or some or plurality of people who are actually fans of this because otherwise there would be uh, correct James. There are some people that are very not happy about it. And also people that so sports fans and then other people saying, well, you know, Oh boy, this is a, this is not something to be trifled with. I could see it on your face, James. I agree. This is a, We have a history of not behaving well in this manner. Yeah, that's what I was thinking, too. So we're here to help them. So we're here to help trying to figure this out, I guess. Uh, Correct. That was not a very good uh, story, I guess, James. But so, yeah, that's my story. I guess I just kind of relayed the facts. I attempted to change some names, uh... Anyway, what were you going to tell me? You could just tell me or tell me it in a story. Uh, yeah, so huh, it, uh, so basically, uh, the, like, uh, there's like, um, J J Jiffy or Jiffs and, uh, somehow J, a lot of the stuff we tried to help Jiff with and that Jiff may have been working on. Uh, because of the way the the algorithms on the Zbif platform work and probably because of Zbif I don't want to point fingers uh, but all anybody that's unhappy which is everybody on Zbif obviously is human so they have something they're not pleased about and somehow and I do I guess they do have to believe that it's like I guess it's a combination of human nature and Zbiff or somebody else exploiting these algorithms, J. J- Jiffy's kind of become uh, the nemesis of everybody or the blame. Anything anybody's happy about is getting led or people are fine oh boy, so people learn the truth of the truth about Jiff, I guess, basically. No, I mean, like Jiff's like, uh, getting... The B-L-A-M-E for that to be like we fixed this. We thought we fixed the straw solution uh, and maybe some people were pleased with that straw solution, but they might have found like, well, there's a one flaw, like anything that's not perfect is now Jif's fault. I mean, well, there's a lot of things that probably, now these are not, are these the things we worked on and Jif worked on or mostly the things Jif worked on? I think it's pretty much every like in the last like uh, since since we last uh, had our last meeting, uh, Jiff. The world is looking, the whole world's looking for, is searching for Jay Jiffy, Uh, James. So this is like uh, this just sounds like it's more important than my Sports Haven thing. It is, uh, but it is also when I was looking over the list, I said. Well, I guess it came back to, like, what will we do? And to me, I was going to tell you, even if I told you this first, I'd say, well, let's go with the two most likely places Jiff might be. And it was this community and the thank you note thing, because that was, that was what I wanted to do next. You wanted to do this next. uh so I don't know. I, I guess I'm still trying to figure out how we could help J- Jif anyway. If the like, uh, we still have to find Jif. Now the whole world, Anzy Biff, are probably looking for J Jiffy. Well, yeah, another. Uh, it's another fine pickle, Jif gotten and Jif's uh, self into James. Uh, so. Uh, so we should we should find Jeff and then maybe have to... We, uh, James, I don't know about that thank you note thing, though. Yeah. Uh, but so what's going on? Did you set up a meeting with the leaders of this community? Uh, James, I set up a very... I'm just leaning in. So I just need to count on you. I have everything set up. I said we're from a giant production company. You know, for the sports-free zones and all those things. Yeah, uh, But yeah, so all sports fans. I mean, this sounded like a great place to live, except if this is the start. We, could, we I mean, James. I, you know, I, I know you, maybe you don't realize it, but we do have to stop this where it is. Uh, or I don't know what to do. This is uh, like uh, so. I'm, I'm. I have everything set up, but I, I guess I'm saying I need your help, uh, or I need you. You know. I need to help you by letting you help. Okay. Wow, this is, oh, so they have, what is that over there? Oh, so James, that's a big board. Uh, So they were planning like, uh, and I I had some tech people uh, that I was in touch with. So that was how they were planning the entire community. And also they were letting the sports people use it because they said, like, as you can see on the right side there. Those are the sports, like they said, well, here, you can't live in our community, but you could live in one, oh, do you like this sport or that sport or those things? Oh, wow, so you're already a few steps ahead of things. Uh, yeah, but again, I, I guess they need to know what our angle is going in. They're expecting us, uh, they're expecting us, uh, they, they know we're a big deal, uh, and... Uh, like they're about to make it so they've been doing these tests James so they've been trying to move to the Schwarzhaven model and they've been doing the tests within the community because again this is very uh there is some automation that makes these homes move that, that make it easy for the homes the homes don't just go get up and walk Uh, but it's not not also that hard to to for the homes to move either okay well, that would be interesting if it was a walk, like, uh, that would be wild. I think that was, it was that a uh, Miyazaki movie? Uh, James, I don't know what you're talking about. I guess you missed out on that then. Uh, so, I mean, this is a, a very dynamic, uh, and uh, so... I know how I would deal with it, James, but, but, you know, in the spirit of, uh, co- collaboration, what do you think we should do first? Okay. Well, Richie, I think we should, uh, like, maybe we do it as, a, I mean, I think we got to stay with what's working like the, you know, the condo, uh, Milan method. So we say, uh, let, let's call this show. Let's lean in. Okay, so a reality show called Let's Lean In. And instead of just saying yes to the sports haven and the sports fans, uh, like, what if we, like, as a test, we'll tell them, that oh, this is just a grand experiment that you, you're like, uh, that they and their brilliance, especially the people in control, how smart and brilliant they are. Uh, if we can, and I think, Richie, this is probably your thing, if we can get them... To, to give us some of their power to run this test based on their brilliance. Uh, uh, we could diffuse the stress. Like, like it, It'll almost be like uh, we could pitch it as a smokescreen, I guess, uh, to say, oh, once this test is over, then you have your sports haven and your non sport you know, sports free, sports haven. I don't know, with the sports haven, a haven from sports and a sports haven, I guess those would be the communities, uh, then they could do that, and they could still say stay a dynamic community. Okay, James, I actually put your mic on uh, already uh, after, the, after that one part. Oh, yeah, hi, everybody. Uh, so, yeah, I guess uh, I didn't realize you had a PA system here, but, yeah, I'm, I'm – um, I'm uh, James. Uh, how about uh, J Jiffy? Anybody not a fan of J Jiffy? Uh, not me, James. I mean, not, I'm not a fan. No, I'm not a fan of J Jiffy, too. That's what I meant, everybody. So yeah, we're here from the famous future television program. You're all going to hear about. Uh, we heard, you know, we sent our producers ahead of time and. We learned about the brilliant work you're all doing here. What a dynamic and modular community you have. What a joy. I mean, this seems like a dream to live in a place, uh, where you could change your home, you could add on, you could reduce, but it remains your house and your house, your house is a home and your home's a house. And really the leadership here. Wow. like, uh. And so, part of our show is taking what already worked uh, and saying yes. Uh, Just to lean in is the name of the program. And I'm glad. So, you all of you are the leaders of this uh, Haven Movement. Hey, eh? wow! And you've really understood uh, how to influence. Uh, influ- you have influence. Your influence. Your thinking. You're leaders of thinking, I guess. Wow. Really? Like, uh, brain leaders. That's amazing. And so you've influenced this community to try this out. So now we're here for Let's Lean In, to really lean in. Now, just as a test, uh, if you turn the PA off, I'll just speak to all... Yeah, hi, I'm... So I'm James. I'm the producer of the show. And, uh, Richie's gonna just work the audience here while I talk to you. So... What we're thinking is we really want your your Haven idea to succeed. We think this will make a great uh, TV show, though, too. If we lean in, we're going to take what you did and expand it to everything, basically, but just as a test. And, you know, we would kind of—today we'll we'll, today we'll just set up the test. We'll get the initial reactions— and then what we'd do is shoot a couple weeks of, uh, of of film and interviews, you know, with these new communities. Yeah, just like Barber Swap, exactly like Barber Swap uh, or hair, you know, whatever is, so, so, Barber Salon Swap. Yeah, like when the people go to the salon and the people go to the barber, exact same show. Wow, you really know your reality, TV. Yeah, I've been watching, I was, I was a big fan of Barber Swap, uh, a Barber Swap, like I I like how they call it Barber Swap and the salon is silent because Barber Swap sounds better than Barber Salon Swap, uh, oh yeah, you're right, I forgot they changed it to Barber Swap Salon, that was really fun, uh. But what a great show. Like when that uh, kid that had the podcast with the very, he had that very fine, straight, thin hair, and he got that perm. Yeah, that was like, some, I've never seen anything. So, so anyway, I want to just compliment you on your vision. That's really why we're here. But I did want to, you know, admit that you're probably naturally feeling what's in it for all of you, right? Other than fame. You know, other than, you know, being remembered like someone that was on Swap Salon is the idea that uh, this will create, uh, this will be a spectacle. And the nice thing about spectacles is it kind of, uh, you know, like people see something bright, then their eyes have to adjust, uh, and then they have to adjust again. And then everything kind of looks normal. Do you know what I mean? No, no. Okay, so, like, right now their eyes are adjusting to this sports haven idea, which you kind of all thought out and and figured out, and everyone's vision's still out of focus, right? Uh, And before it focuses in on, like, the details, uh, uh, this spectacle will, will cause their eyes to unfocus once again. Then they'll try to focus on the show and all, all the leaning in we're doing. And then the, when they when their eyes finally return to focus, uh, they'll say, oh, this was the normal thing, the sports haven. So that's what's in it for you. He said everybody will be adjusted, and they'll say, oh, yeah, we loved that sports haven idea. And also the benefit of Jay Jiffy, you know, we can also use that uh, like uh, again is like one more underlying thing, right? You're all nodding your heads to say, "Well, Jay Jiffy is the one that wants." uh So yeah, we're in great great shape. So I'm gonna turn my mic. Okay, hey hey everybody, whole sounds here. Okay, and I could see you kind of like uh, there's some of you that like one thing and like one other thing, and we have the big board here. And I kind of noticed that, uh, yeah, we're using these kind of Venn diagrams uh, to design things. And you were looking for a Venn diagram with no sports circles on this side. And then all of you with the sports circles. So we're going to blank the big board here. And we're going to bring it up here. Yeah, so we're bringing up the map here. And it looks like like uh, it's going to get really blurry. Even though this has, like, billions of colors, you could kind of see, uh, wow, RW, you're telling them how to run that big board. Uh, yeah, James, uh, yeah, thanks. Oh, thanks for throwing it to me, James. Yeah, I'm, I'm R- R- Richard, Rich, Richard Warren Sears, uh, RW, you could call me here for uh, let's lean in. And it's uh, very exciting down here because uh, this map seems very busy to all of you. But this is all of your interests, right? Uh, and uh, it's kind of like, a, like so So I can see, look at this, like a, I could filter it for people that just like yarn. And so now we're popping up and you're kind of looking around. Who loves yarn here? Now watch this. I'm going to add a couple. Of, now there's people that like yarn because their cats play with yarn. There's people like yarn because they use it. There's people that like yarn there because they think it reminds them of something nice. So these are all, are you getting the idea? Now, uh, wouldn't be nice if you were all in an area together, like a little yarn subsection. Uh, but then we readjust again. Well, boy. Well, let's see these yarn cat fans. Oh, boy. So then we start to look at... Uh, We'll d- d- turn off the filters for people that like the feel of yarn, or the memories of yarn, or using yarn, and then we go into this. Uh, this is a cat filter. Uh, we, I would have a cat GIF or a JIF if I was, uh, but you know, I'm just a, I'm just trying to maybe. So, yeah, and we could kind of see. Oh boy, here's yeah, there's a tab, there's the tabby fans all spread out. And, oh, there's a couple of, oh, and here's an interesting one. There's Siamese, there's a couple pockets of feelings about Siamese cats. Uh, so let's just have the tabby fans move uh, to one side here as an experiment. Uh, oh, yes, yeah, see, some of you didn't even know you were uh, shared a love of tabbies. And now let's switch on uh, for the tabby fans. Siamese uh, fans and not fans, we'll get back to you uh, But, yeah, and then we see, oh, look, there's some of you that are vegan eaters there uh, and fans of vegan cooking. And then there's some of you that are vegan eaters and not fans of cooking. Look at these possible overlays we could do. And this is really exciting stuff. And now, again, if I zoom out, it just looks like a lot of circles. And, uh, you know, the, the circles are changing And uh, but we could really start to lean into this here and really start to establish a truly dynamic community based on all of your interests and preferences. And, you know, this community once upon a time or this area and uh, this uh, these subdivisions, as they used to call them, though now we're really coming up with, you know, because of the vision of uh, ZBIF, I guess, uh, but you look at the, the traditional demographics uh, and they have different words for these kind of interests and in, in graphics, but the the demographics uh, they don't really line up. Look uh, we'll go back to the, uh, the let's go back to the uh, Siamese cat fans of just, just simply observing Siamese cats uh, but don't own them. Uh Richie how do you know how to do all this? James I'm just uh just going by my gut here. Uh, but if you look at this, look at the age ranges, uh uh the cultural influences, the windows of experience. Uh e- even primary language spoken, it's a very very these, these look look at how much uh you both share and have in common. Uh, But enhancing differences, you know, these kind of diversities within an interest area uh, also are other areas of interest with other shared groups. Uh, But it's exciting, especially when you're thinking about having a dynamic community. I mean, wouldn't you want uh, someone in their 20s that that speaks Spanish uh, primarily, but also speaks Russian? Uh, when you, uh, uh, and you, you, like if you say, well, I need someone to help uh, with my Nana, who speaks English and Russian, but needs a little hand, also has a Siamese cat that this person could uh, help them and then observe their cats. Uh, isn't, uh, isn't that a, a wonderful opportunity? And, uh, yeah, yeah. So, so, uh, I want to give you, we're going to turn off our mics here for a second because James is coming over, but that's what we're going to be doing over the next few weeks here in your community, uh, is, uh, as everybody, you kind of already have opted in for this, uh, uh, as a part of, uh, the sports Haven and Haven. So you really are pioneers, p- thought thought nears and, uh, You know, James and I have learned over the years that those kind of people are uh, not to be trifled with. And we'll be doing interviews. I don't know how many people are a fan of uh, Barber Swap Salon, but, you know, or or, uh, other shows like that uh, from, you know, that uh, you may have never heard of. Uh, but we're going to be doing those kind of things, and uh, you'll all get interviewed. You'll all be very famous, oh, so famous, positively famous. Uh, you'll yeah, you'll see people helping nanas, carrying groceries, watching cats, petting dogs, uh, holding yarn, and those are just we're just scratching the, the. So so think about uh and look at all these tabby fans interacting so nicely. And yes, there's. Don't worry, uh, sir, ma'am. There's places for tabby fans that furrow their brows or frown and cross their arms. Uh, and we'll be making allotments for all of that. And this again will just be a test. Uh, now, if for some reason, you want to opt in to, a, you know, beyond the test. That'll be a thing. But no one has. It's just an experiment that you've already entered into agreement on. Uh, the benefit of this experiment is that you'll be getting, you know, you'll be on TV and, uh, but, uh, you know, optional appearance, of course, of course, uh, shy tabby fans, don't worry. Uh, so, so yeah, just uh, you like, uh, once you applaud your leaders, uh, talk about like uh, looking at this big board, all of you kind of seem very displeased with JGFE. So why don't you all talk about that? You all seem to share that. This, that's what that one giant circle is there. And, uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, James, mics are off. Wow, that was uh, really good, Richie. You really took over that. Uh, uh, so is that big circle, that's all the people? That, is that everybody in this community, that one This is beautiful. It's almost like the Zen of a Venn diagram. James, we've got to stay focused here. But yeah, so that is the majority, if not everybody in the community, is displeased with Jay Jiffy. But the, 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 the circle seems to be like almost breathing. Right, James? That's the intensity of people's thoughts about Jay Jiffy. But I notice when it's breathing in, there's another... What's that? Can you click on that other circle? Oh, yeah, this is like underlying uncertainty about the ZBIF social media and shopping platform. But why does it say P. Green? Oh, because someone... uh, Like, because you couldn't say that on a ZBIF. This is all ZBIF equipment and ZBIF-enabled data. So it's just called uh, feelings about P. Green... Uh, but it really means uh, underlying distrust of the ZBIF social media, media shopping platform. So it's like residual feelings about that. And, yeah, that one's kind of breathing, too. Yeah, James, people's, you know, people's awareness of things go up and down. Wait a second. Are you saying this whole thing is dynamic? Like, uh, like this, this is like they're actually tracking how people, the, the, how is that possible? Oh, James, come on. Yeah, they're, they're, this is yeah, how people are feeling about things, people's aligned with people's interests about things. Yeah, but how are they able to do that? Well, it's not they. It's, it's, it's ZBIF, James. It's, uh, come on, James. The device is, uh, everything's, uh, uh, it's a data device, James. Uh, and then it's just a simple, the, again, the algorithms, uh, once they have enough data, they could hear the tone in your voice, uh, how you're feeling. Can't read your thoughts, James. It can just make uh, you know conclusions about how you're thinking or feeling uh, based on you know billions and billions and billions and trillions of gig, whatever, James. Uh, pretty accurate. Okay. Um. Wait a second. So, like, uh, could you narrow it down? Can you get rid of anything, or you could filter for anything? Okay, James, yeah, I could filter for anything. Okay, see if you could filter for anybody not having negative feelings about uh, Jay Jiffy. Okay, Uh, that's the only filter. Yeah. Okay, James, it's just uh, two. Oh, let me look. So it's just me and you? Uh, maybe, uh, possibly, except that that other dot's not, that's, uh, not anywhere near me. Are you sure it's not you that's having feelings about Jay Jiffy? Uh, Could you run, uh, I was going to say run feelings about, uh, so look at Richie, I'm not kidding. Like, uh, so I'm here, uh, then there's another circle within this community, that doesn't have negative thoughts about Jay Jiffy. Well, James, you know, there's uh, you can't require for anyone's taste. No, but uh, I got to think that that person is, uh, is Jiff. Oh, boy, James. Uh, uh, so you're saying uh, that uh, a way to... James, I just put that on the big board, and I typed in Jif, uh, okay, so everybody is looking and pointing, why, whoa, why were we doing it on the big board? Well, I, that's the monitor I was using, James, I, I like, uh, you should have told me if you were going to do something, okay, look, uh, okay, go back to the feelings about j GIF uh, uh, James, they're feeling very strongly about J-Jif, uh. Okay, we'll keep those filters up, um, so nobody knows where J, J- Jiffy is. Uh, what do we? So Jiff's somewhere in this community, but now is there a way to look at it without using the big board, uh, James? what I look like it te- like I, I just have figured out how to use this, uh, which is very intuitive, but I wouldn't know how to shut off one screen and only use the other one. Oh yeah, I guess that makes sense too. Um. What are we gonna do? Um, like, because everybody's gonna start looking for they 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 uh, they figured out that that's J Jiffy, because uh, you put J Jiffy in an arrow towards that one. People are starting to leave. And uh, okay, James, uh, I uh, I sent. Okay, what, what do you mean? What, what did you just do? Well, uh, maybe you should have a seat, James. Uh, Richie, just tell me, well, you know, the reason I kind of got to know this was one time while you were sleeping, I did get in contact with, uh, I didn't get into contact with Zebef, but Zebef's team, they said, Hey, we're the head of Zebef's team. We'd love to. they reached out to us. I didn't tell you this cause I thought I'd be better if I dealt with them. Okay. And so then when I decided to come here, I said, fill me in on this, uh, community and they said sure. And they actually told me about. It. They said we're really looking for J Jiff, uh, J Jiffy, uh, and we know that you, you 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 we we've heard you two talking. But it's just, so they were aware we were looking for J Jiffy. And what were they looking for J Jiffy for? Well, James, to uh, to, to talk to, to str- strongly talk to J Jiffy uh, because they have their own, uh, especially here. You know, they have, uh, you know, their uh, 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 community trust team. Community trust team. Yeah, CTT, they call it. The, the, they said, oh, that's their CTT team. They'll uh, So they make sure everybody in the community. So, okay, Richie, what are you saying? Well, I uh, I told the community trust team where J.J. J- Jiffy was right before Right as I put it up on the big board, I, I right-clicked. Did you know how to right-click, James? Where did you learn how to right-click? James, do you know how long we are in purgatory? Jif actually taught me. Oh, boy, irony, James. Jif's uh, the one who taught me how to right-click uh, when we were in purgatory and you were sleeping. So, basically, you turned Jif over to was to Zbiff uh yes james, but uh better off than the haven or sports haven people uh everyone's gone by the way, if you'd look around uh they went in search of Jiff. now Jiff is uh with the community trust team that couldn't be couldn't be a better spot to uh and we're we'll going they're gonna reach out I don't have a way to get them but they'll get get a you know the team will get a hold of me James okay, see you turned. I guess this is, okay, I'm trying not to, actually, I guess you did the best choice you, you could have possibly done. Well, yeah, I, I guess I could have sent a message to Jif, uh, because I, I did figure out how to get a hold of the, the device Jif had. On, that's how I was tracking GIF. Uh Once we had him on the circle, you could ping down to the device. Uh, so I could have let Jif know. But better off as Zebiff. Then we meet Zebiff and Jiff all together. James, you mean Zebiff's trust and t- trust team or whatever? Well, just, no, no, James. There's a community trust team, and then there's Zebiff's team. But yeah, let's just take a nap. I mean, let's go and look at this. There's a tiny home, James. Uh, we'll get some rest, and then we'll deal with this because we got to wait for them to get a hold of me anyway. Yeah, they're all going to be running around, and then they're going to wonder when they're, uh, but there's guest housing right over here, James, so let's lie down and go over there and get some sleep, okay? Richie, you're right, though, we better, yeah, we'll we'll be much better dealing with this after we get some rest, you're right, okay, let's get some sleep. Okay, buddy, good night.